Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Disney podcast. This is episode 49, and we're going to talk about what we think are the three must-dos at every park at Walt Disney World. This is another Disney podcast production. Hey, man, how are things? What's up? Things are great. How are you? Good. Uh, cold. Good but cold i'm indoors it's so it's here. fine no no it's I mean, not it's, no i mean it's been cold you know we've been in like the 70s yeah i mean we're like 40s 50s i don't know what i'm whining about you used to live here you know i know i mean i do like that I we know. get the sprinkle of all four seasons but i i don't care about snow so <laughs> yeah cold is fine for a few days anymore. yeah i don't know what thing. that is anymore i don't the only snow I see is when they blow bubbles at the end of the first. <laughs> well, you're lucky to get a frost every now and then that like destroys all the orange, yep. orange groves. So, Correct. Yeah. That's all we got. That's all we got. Boy, this was a weird rabbit hole. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk about, as I said, we're going to go through all four parks. I know I said every park, but you know, all four, all four parks. We're not the water parks and three things that we think are like you can't miss even though we just did an episode a few weeks ago that was talking about don't believe these must do's or whatever it's called everyone says these are must do's well we have our own the thing like hey man you you can't miss this so same difference whatever just yeah yeah (laughs) take our advice or don't (laughs) yeah i mean these these are things that if people came up to us and said, Hey, I'm going to magic Kingdom, mom, I'm going to Epcot mm. and I'm going to be there for like four hours. What do I have to do? Yeah. Like, that's what the best can I miss? These are kind of the things that we would say, make sure you do before you leave yeah. the park. That's perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's jump in at everybody's coveted park. Like you said, so you're only at magic kingdom for four hours. What do you got to do? Um, Brandon, you want to kick it off or do you want me to start? Yeah. I can absolutely kick it off. Let's go. It's it's one of the things that we always do. And I mean, we go to the parks all the time. So we're not just going to be there for four hours or just once in our entire life. We do this all the time because you always want to document your time in the park. You're always going to get that Facebook ready shot, whether it's on your (laughs) cell phone or whether it's on your, you know, from the photo pass photographer, you got to get the shot with your group on Main Street in front of Cinderella Castle so that you can show your friends, show your people, just, you know, it's, it's a quintessential shot. When you go to Walt Disney world and you visit the magic kingdom, you need a picture of you and your group in front of Cinderella castle. So I'm saying don't miss the opportunity to do that. The best time to do that is when you get there right first in the morning, because it's the least crowded. Everybody's run to the attractions. So, and you'll look your best best time (laughs) and you look your best. You're not all sweaty and you all like each other. You don't want to throat punch (laughs) your friends. Uh, you know, that's, that's a great time to get the picture. So I feel like you're speaking from experience. I have been no, I would, four times from my uh, I would never throw a punch <laughs> anyone in my friend's group at all. Except but for yeah, that. and make sure you get and make sure you get a little closer to the castle. I mean, there will probably be photo pass photographers uh, you know, starting about a, just, you know, where the a quarter of the way into the Emporium and then every 20, 30 feet up the up main street, there's photographers. Make sure you get up by the castle. That's where you're yeah. going to get your best uh, photos. You're going to get your best view. Um, you know, don't settle for the ones in the back just because yeah. they don't have anybody in line. Go stand in line for 10 minutes and get the good shot. Yeah. Pro tip, pro tip. Well, you, it's funny that you say stand in line for 10 minutes. I think it's the exact opposite. 
pro tip and from my experience, anybody, any photo pass photographer that's on main street by the buildings typically have the longest line because people are so excited and they want to get the picture taken. So they get to a photographer as soon as they can. But the, I have experienced the further you get to the castle, there's less people in line for the photo pass photographer. And maybe people want that big wide shot. I don't know. Maybe I'm an idiot, but I like, yeah. I like being closer. I love having the Walton Mickey statue in there, the friend statue. But, uh, I mean, your mileage may vary of course, as when it comes to all this, but I typically have exactly. found that like, if you hit it in the middle of main street, there's usually like six people in front of you. Cause that's the first couple of photographers they get to or if you go on down a little bit it's a little bit better especially i found out like the the fake hub crass like the couple that are right in that section there's yeah. hardly a weight and then it gets a little bit more of a weight as you get closer like to the friend statue but i don't know yeah, yeah. it's a can't miss yeah. it is definitely a can't miss we made yeah. sure we got that on the 50th for sure which typically we always forget. We're so used to going so much. We just kind of stroll on past. And then we're at the end of the day where we look our worst. And we're like, oh, crap, we got to get a Main Street picture. <laughs> yes, yes. So don't be I us. Agree. Don't be us. Be don't smart. be us. Be smart, people. Yeah. Okay, the next one, we're going to cheat a little bit. And that is, um, there's some attractions we think you should hit. And that is the, the three mountains. So I know that that's not, one thing but i thought we could combine it into the three mountains which of course is space mountain big thunder mountain and splash mountain that's the notorious and people always make it a big deal well a lot of people make it a big deal that they want to ride all three mountains in one day so they can say i conquered the, conquered mountains? the mountains i don't know yes. um yeah and so we thought we'd say we'd each share what we like most about each one. So we'll start with um, the closest one, I guess we'll say. We'll start with uh, Space Mountain. And my favorite part about it is when it's over. I hate that ride. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yes. It, that I can absolutely attest to that. Dave oh. hates that ride. He will always go on it. He will never not say, no, I'm not yep, going on I'll it. I'll do it. But – the whole time we're in line, he will be like, this ride is awful. awful. When we sit down in the car, he'll be like, oh, this, this ride is awful. This is gonna be awful. When it ends and he gets out, he'll say, that ride was awful. And I never but remember which side always, the picture's on. <laughs> I always get it wrong. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And I, I'm always like, Dave, it's on the right. It's on the right. It's all, and then he always looks left. So it's completely true, but he'll always ride it. So make yeah. sure you get on space mountain. I love space mountain. Simply. It's a very simple fact. It's a thrill ride. It's one of the only thrill rides in magic kingdom and it's in the dark. Like how much fun is that? I, I remember the last time we went with Kimberly, your wife, like her and I were giggling like small oh, yeah. school children when we rode that. Cause I know she loves that ride it's as well. Favorite it's, attraction. Just, it's just fun. It's in the dark. It's a thrill ride. Yep. There's not really any deeper meaning to that. I just like it cause it's fun. And what's funny is why you like it. That being in the dark is why I hate it. I would have no problem with that ride and I'll speak to about it at Anaheim and Paris in a second. But what I like about what I dislike about that is I'm, I'm old. And like when it comes to having to brace, like I can't, yep. I don't know which way we're going. And so I can't brace enough to know what to do. And so, yeah. um, 
Yeah, that's why I dislike it. Like now in Anaheim and in Paris, it is a mu- it is super smooth. And which Kim, when we wrote it in Anaheim, she was Kim was like, "Oh, that's awful. It's not even close to the original. That ride is hor-. like she hated it." And I'm all like, "Such a better experience because you're like strapped in and it's real smooth and and they are, they are completely different for sure." And yeah, so the other two around the world parks I, I love that one. I don't. So yeah, Space Mountain, uh, you know, not your favorite, one of my favorites, but either way, it's one of those, you got to do it if you only have four hours in yeah, the park. It's, it's, a it, can't it's, miss. A, it's a can't miss. So the next one we're going to go to, the second mountain is Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder. Now, I love Big Thunder Mountain. And the reason that I love Big Thunder Mountain, and I think it's a can't miss, it's it's one of the only thrill rides. It's not truly a thrill ride. It's a it's a fast train ride, but it's one of the only thrill rides that Krista, mm-hmm. my wife, yes. can actually ride with me. And she's not a big thrill ride gal. So the fact that she gets on this ride and seems to enjoy it uh, allows me to enjoy it mm-hmm. so much more. So it's great for little kids. It's great for the whole family. It's just a fun ride. So that's why yeah. I love Big Thunder, and I think it's a can't miss. I, I would agree uh, for that same thing. My my kids have both loved it. I mean, we have how many memories do we have of my daughter riding it with hands straight up in the air and that is a throw you around ride so whoever's oh, yeah. riding with her is stuck holding on to her for dear life <laughs> because she has hands in the air going nuts screaming laughing like to the so it's great core memories for me with riding with my kids and our son's the same way but he's not hands up yet um, but he loves it and, and I think that's the key to what makes Disney great especially for families is if your kids don't like thrill rides where they lose their stomach there's quite a few including big thunder mountain that is a big boy roller coaster but doesn't have that you know put your stomach in your throat kind of feeling which you and i love but i know a lot of people don't and so for that and um so besides my kids loving it and being such a fun memory for me through the years and every time we go the other perp the other reason is purpose (laughs) the other reason is It is a great attraction to ride during the fireworks at night. Super cool. I've done that at least two or three times. And it's always like, this is amazing. It's just a, it kind of gives you that, um, I don't know, hometown carnival feel, not in a carny way, (laughs) but like that, you know, you're riding the rides the fireworks are going on the bathroom background. You're with your family. Like, it's just, it's like, oh man, does it get any better than this? It's just kind of one of those fun things to experience that's unique. And typically the lines are shorter during the fireworks anyway. Exactly. So yeah, I would say that's another, and it's, uh, again, it's great during daytime and nighttime. Um, but like it's definitely special to do it when the fireworks are going off and the last mountain i won't give away your reason but (laughs) that is splash mountain why you love it and why i love it is uh like the level of wet you get every time is different (laughs) so that's kind of cool it's it's very different and it's a very 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 long ride it's one of those where the where the where the the lemon is worth the squeeze (laughs) as i said in last episode it's uh it's i mean it's classic i know that that has um unfortunately gained you know that it stuck its ugly head out of of the time period that that film that it's based after came off of but disney's making a change to that and so i think it'll keep its roots for the most part or at least we i know we all have our fingers crossed but um yeah i love it it's like 
unless it's a cold day, it's always one that I think is worth it. But in the summer, summertime, you can expect some pretty substantial weights. Um, yeah. Some wait times are, are pretty crazy. But uh, Brandon, why don't you share why you love it so much? Yeah, and I think the reason that I love it is is pretty close to the reason that you love it. There's just uh, to me, it's just there's just something special about it, and I think it has to do with the nostalgic piece of it. it you know, putting aside the movie that it came from, and uh, you know the undertones that come along with that. I think just the ride itself. It to me, it's quintessential Disney. Like it makes me feel. Mm. Disney when I'm on that ride. So, I mean, we used to talk about this all the time when I didn't live here and I lived in Maryland. If people said, Hey, you can fly to Florida, get on a bus, go to the magic kingdom, ride one thing, and then get back on the bus and go home. What would it be? And my answer was always splash mountain. And I think it's just because the nostalgic piece of it, it feels like quintessential Disney. And Mm. it's like you said, it's, it's a ride that's worth the time. I don't mind waiting in line for an hour to get on Splash Mountain when the ride is 15 minutes. Like it's it, to me that that makes it worth waiting in line. So 100%. I love it. And I also love to ride Splash Mountain when the fireworks are going off the same way that you love to ride Thunder Mountain when the fireworks are going off. Because, you know, once you get up the first hill and then you go down and you come around that first side where there's, you know, the, the mm-hmm. birds are singing in the little houses. If you look over to the left-hand side, that's where they're lighting the fireworks from. So it's a great viewpoint. And again, the lines are super low at that point because everybody's watching the fireworks yeah. and if you've seen them a bunch it's a great time to take advantage of that so yeah. always going to be my favorite ride i'm keeping my fingers crossed that when they transfer yeah. or transform it over to princess and the frog that it's going to keep that quintessential disney feeling uh, i think it will i think they'll do some great things with it but that is a can't miss if you go to magic kingdom you cannot not get on yeah it's worth splash it. mountain I Unless mean, you're going this month because it's closed for refurbishment. Yes. <laughs> but I will say, like, um, as someone who loves to go to the park and, and take pictures, one of my favorite pictures in the spot, and one of the one of the best cell phone pictures I've ever taken was at the top of the hill before the big drop, because I'm not holding my big camera up there with all the water. But uh, if you've got a good grip on your phone, it is a incredible picture especially during the daytime to get uh a big wide angle of looking at the castle and the whole park in front of you from that vantage point it's super cool yeah, yeah. Okay. if you're up there just keep an eye out for the hidden mickey that's at the top of that hill yes. as well yes we won't tell you where it is other than that it's at the top of the hill it's at the top of the hill right before the drop yep. keep an eye out okay let's round off um our top three in magic kingdom with the next one go for it yeah so the next one is uh, something that you cannot miss. If you go to Magic Kingdom for one day and you need to experience something, the attractions are great, the food is great, uh, you know, the shopping is great, but the one thing you cannot miss, and it, I'm so glad it's coming back early 2022, which is now, so hopefully it's coming back soon, and that is the Festival of Fantasy Parade. This happens at usually 3 o'clock every day uh, at the Magic Kingdom, and it's a it's it's we always say it's the best parade because it's really the only parade, yeah. uh, but it's a parade you cannot miss. If you're into characters, if you're into, uh, you know, just a fun experience and great music, like you cannot miss the festival of fantasy parade. Yeah. And, and it's really parades as we know it have been gone for so long. So this coming back is, 
I mean, this is a huge deal. It's, it's really, you know, we've lost all of our parades at all the other parks many, many years ago. And, that we've lost our nighttime parks at magic um, our nighttime parades at magic kingdom and so this one is and it's when i mean it's great for princesses it's great for other characters it's it's a lot of classic disney characters it's just uh i mean it's amazing and who knows what time it's going to be because like you said yeah the og time for that was three then it moved to the two o'clock time slot for some reason for a while before they closed down so i don't know where it's going to be when it's all said and done but it's um glad it's coming back we were you know we talked about a few weeks ago that they were looking for talent and cast members to be you know a part of that show so um yeah i mean they are are, were there better parades in disney's history Uh, oh of course like to me any nighttime parade blows away any daytime parade period but um the fact that we don't have any right now this is going to be a huge welcome back um and i'm excited i can't wait I'm All right, what park are we going I, to? And I think oh. that oh, before we before we move on, I was going to say I think that they could easily make the Festival of Fantasy Parade a nighttime parade. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's a ve- it would be a very easy transition. I mean, you look at the Boo to You Parade; it's essentially the same type of right. parade with different music. Uh, but in the Festival of Fantasy Parade, easy transition to nighttime. You have a dragon that blows fire. I mean, like that would be so much cooler at night than it is during the day. So part of me hopes that, you know, maybe they would do one of those, you know, run Mm -hmm. it once at one o'clock in the afternoon and then run it once at seven or eight o'clock at night. Yeah. That'd be cool. I would be be totally down. And they could, they could dress it up with the lights. Like they have that one at Disneyland forever. That one looks so cool at night where they, led everything <laughs> it's really cool. yes yes um, just put led <laughs> just led it <laughs> okay let's jump over to um epcot and so if you've got one day yep. at epcot um and there's three attractions you must hit um let's jump in uh, i'll go with the first yep. one and that is yeah, that is away. definitely test track um again another one of the uh what what do we call it like thrill ride attractions like you know it's kind of cool the first part the indoor part but when you open it up and go around the actual test track um and gets to your coveted what is it 64 and a half miles an hour 64.9 miles that's 64.9 um it's really cool um i don't i haven't been Since they got rid of Fast Pass every time I went, it was like everything's a walk on at Epcot. Oh, and Test Track is an hour and 45 minute wait. <laughs> so, like the past couple of years, I haven't even tried. Um, but I do love that attraction, whether you were, you know, in the Fast Pass lane to, you know, just or single ride or whatever they called it, and or with your family and you're actually doing the whole thing where you get to pick a up make a car from scratch and see how it compares and all the tests it's just yeah. a cool since they've redone it, i mean it was cool when it opened but it's way cooler since they redid it because the first time they when it opened it was more like a crash test dummies right <laughs> where yeah. this is more of yeah. like testing the endurance of your vehicle kind of a thing so it's yeah it's a dope yeah. it's a dope ride I, I would say you know it's it is the by far it is the thrill attraction at epcot for sure yeah, for sure. And I usually never try to miss it. I usually, like I said, Krista doesn't go on yep. thrill ride. So I'm usually by myself. So I take advantage of the single rider line. Last time my friends were there, um, 
you know, they got in the regular line and I was able to ride it three times <laughs> in the single rider line before they got done the regular line. So if you're a single rider or if your people in your family don't like to ride that, take advantage of the single rider line. It, it, uh, it could come in handy, but yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a do not miss. Uh, if I'm with people that like that type of attraction, I always make sure that we try to get on it. Uh, so yeah, definitely don't, don't miss that. Uh, at, at Epcot. So yeah, that's a good one. So the other one, the next one is another one that you cannot miss. Yes. Uh, and we've talked about this on the, on the show before. If, if you're going once, make sure you go over to the land pavilion, head down the escalator and get on Soren. Um, I thought you were going to say living with the land. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) False, false, false. But yeah, uh, great ride. Uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's something that you probably have never experienced in any other capacity. Yeah. Um, th- unless you've been to another Disney park, obviously this is not a ride that is going to be copied anywhere. Yeah. You're not going to get this at a fair. You're not going to get this, you know, at your normal amusement park. Um, you know, they used to have one. I think they used to have something similar that they tried to do at Bush gardens, Williamsburg that we got on one time <laughs> and it was awful. Fail. Like it, it, it just, it just could not be emulated. Was that so the one with like the fairies? No, that was yes. Yes. yes I think it was <laughs> creepy. Yeah, it was, it was creepy and it was bad. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, if you're, if you're going to Epcot one time, four hours, make sure you get on Soren. It'll yeah. be, it'll be worth it. I promise. And sit in row B1. Yeah. Ask the cast member if you can right. wait for row b1 because that will be your best spot in in covid times you may not they might not always be able to but typically in normal times we've never had they just say okay they let like 40 people go in front of you and just go the next next round um but yeah if you don't want to see some of the world attractions with this weird bend in it um b1 is definitely the winner and to me i i like the original version better which you can still see at disney at, at um oh gosh why can't i think uh, uh universe oh my gosh i can't think of it though disney's california adventure words are my favorite um the og is still there but one thing that hasn't changed is that amazing soundtrack that is my favorite part of that attraction is the soundtrack and then when you're in it it's obviously all encompassing because that screen kind of wraps around you and it definitely definitely gives you that sensation of soren which is why they named it that yep (laughs) that's why they named it that yeah, love it. Don't miss it. Okay, and so it is no secret as we move into number three that we have uh, at another Disney podcast, our team has single-handedly tried to change the name of this park to festivals. So because there used to be like a couple throughout the year and now there's there's like two or three weeks out of the year that there's not a festival. And so, Correct. and that's just because they have to transition and change from one festival to the next. But that is, well, well Brandon actually put um, festival, uh, the food and wine festival. And so, and I think that's fair, but my favorite one happens to be the um, one that I can't think of now, which is the art one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Festival of the Arts. There it is. It's a really hard festival <laughs> of the arts. Um, some you can't really see if you're watching. That is from the Festival of the Arts, and what you can't see right there is another painting uh, by which. During that, you have all kinds of artwork and some Disney legends. Well, not real legend, not actual Disney legend, but people that have like this guy is super well known. I can't think of his name right now. And then the guy in the picture that you can't see that he drew has done. He like did the background artwork in several animated movies both of the stitch movies some other things he'd done some work for like ea sports anyway you can meet those artists they can sign the prints and stuff that you buy um they have uh, it's not that much different than food and wine because they have special eateries that pop up yep and wine um but yeah like so i would say if you're only going and you get to choose pick a time during a festival you can't go wrong that's fair yeah, maybe we change that from food and wine festival to just festival in yes, general. The name of the park uh, because <laughs> it's just it's it's just fun. There's there's lots of food booths. There's lots of uh, you know things going on, performances and things like that. Whether it's uh, art performances or singing or bands playing, mm-hmm. they're just about to start the. Um, the festival of the arts i think is the one that's coming up and they have uh you know rock the garden series yeah, they and they just got rick springfield everybody. coming yep. and, and uh you know all the great you know starship and all those guys mm-hmm. are coming back finally which is super nice after the year of covid where they had yes. to cut all of that stuff out so uh yeah just make sure that you get hit epcot when there's a festival going on like we said <laughs> uh that's 99 percent of the year yep. there is a festival going on i think like from may maybe end of may to like August is when there's no festival. That's the only yeah. time that there probably isn't a festival going on. So if you want to come when it's super hot and Epcot's super boring, come at that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brandon mentioned a couple of them. So like uh, Rick, Spr- some big names that jump out Rick Springfield, Cool and the Gang, the Pointer Sisters, um, Starship, like Brandon said, Berlin, Toby Mac, the Commodores, a flock of seagulls. I love them. Um, the Little River Band, um, Plain White Tees. That's kind of a big oh. name from the early yeah. 2000s, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah. So hit up a festival or or come hit when it's stifling festival. hot. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That, so that is, that's Epcot. That is so Epcot. make sure, you, you know, if you're coming for one day to hit up Epcot, do one of those three things and you will not be disappointed. I promise you. Yeah. So now like next we're going to transition over to Hollywood studios and most people, I think, Um, would go for the low-hanging fruit but i think that you added one that i could not agree with more that wouldn't that most people wouldn't think like wait you would pick that over this and so let's talk about it so number one by far like to me is your can't miss and if you can get there early it's worth getting there early that's probably going to be the shortest way to the day is mickey and minnie's runaway railway which uh not to spoil it but if you've seen any of the recent years mickey cartoons or mickey shorts it basically puts you in a mickey shorts that's all we'll say it is unbelievable technology it is um all encompassing it is a super super cool ride and as somebody who absolutely loved the it should have been updated great movie ride and never never been lost um this is definitely a worthy replacement now i know some people don't like that I mean, I grew up with the traditional animation. I still love the old Mickey cartoons. We always watch the 
Mickey's Chris, a Mickey's Christmas Carol, which, you know, is the traditional, um, what's his name? Scrooge story. And so like, I, I trust me, I love all of those as well, but I mean, my kid, this generation grew up with it. My, My kids, when they see those old ones, they're like, uh, they're not what is this yeah they're not entertained but the mickey shorts they're funny like i mean i find myself laughing at them <laughs> like isaiah and i were watching yeah. some this week um yeah i would say to me and i know this is even as a star wars fan that's the only don't miss for me in that park i mean they're like well the I number agree. one don't miss i should say i agree and this this one will always have a special place for krista and i because it was one of the first attractions that we went on once the parks reopened uh, from COVID. So after they were shut down for four months, one of the first places we went to was Hollywood Studios. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway had opened right before COVID shut the park down. So I think it may have been open for two weeks, maybe like they did cast previews and then it might've been open for a week for the general public before the park shut down. So we were super bummed that we didn't get to go see it. Because it opened in March. (laughs) It did. Yeah. So when the parks reopened and there was no one there, which was an amazing time to be at Disney. uh, One of the first things we did was went and got on that ride. And it was just awesome to like experience a brand new attraction because it was something that we had never been on. It was brand new to Disney. Um, And it just kind of brought a, you know, it brought the joy of Disney back. Like it's, it's an amazingly fun attraction and it was just awesome to like laugh and just be at Disney again. So that ride will always hold a place in my heart. Um, and I, I agree with you. I think it is, that would be at my Hollywood studios. Like if I could walk in the gate, ride one thing and walk out, it would now be Mickey and Minnie's runaway where away. Yep. Yeah. It's great. Yep. And then the second one, this is the one that I think will throw people, some people for a loop or that would disagree, but I couldn't agree with you more. And that's uh toy story mania. Like, Oh, yes. I love that ride. I mean, now I know why, why other people will be like, well, wait, what's, what's, what's the one that's not, because obviously we have three, we have one more. Well, what's not included in this is the roller coaster that's in there. I don't ever, I can't remember. Slinky dogs. Yeah, slinky, slinky dogs. Dog. Um, I, like that is not. It is a great ride. It is themed to the T. The queue is amazing. It is. I've never waited less than sixty minutes, and it's not great. It's not, there's nothing that stands out about There's one thing, which you don't want to ruin it where you stop in the middle and it gives you a sensation of something. But even that is kind of like, eh, Mm -hmm. um, but like, if you don't have to wait 60 minutes, yeah, do it. (laughs) But I've never been, I've never had the privilege of like a getting a, what, when they had them fast pass for it. And so I always had to stand in line and it was never shorter than 60 minutes. I mean, that I'm not taking away from it to me. It's just like not worth a 60 minute wait. Yeah, um, I agree. And obviously, if you've been a Disney Parks fan for a while, you know that that attraction, meaning the uh, Toy Story Mania, was the it attraction in that park for years when it came out and it had long lines well now everybody wants to ride slinky and it's barely ever more than 30 minutes and they've added a third lane if that's the right term and so it goes even faster than it did and it's just a fun another like buzz light year that we talked about last episode another great competition of how many points can you score and what's cool is if if you have at least 
Well, if you have less than four people or four people or less, everybody in that car, you can kind of see who did the best. And so yeah. I don't know. I just, I love that. Attraction. It's so unique, so different. And it, it like, to me, it's like Disney keeps doing all these things. There's nothing else out there like it. I mean, it's, it's like literally like a moving yeah. video game. It is. It is. And I, I always remember one of the first times we went uh, to Disney with you guys. That was back in the day when you like they opened the gate and you had to run yes. back to Toy Story Mania and grab the paper fast pass yes. to come back and be like, oh, we got one. It was kind of <laughs> like the virtual. It, it was yep. it, kids kids go back in time when, <laughs> when you had to go get a piece of paper and it was like the virtual cues are now, like when, the, you know, when, when the rise of the resistance, when that first came out, I remember getting to the park 4am, everybody's on their phone at like eight o'clock when the park's open and you'd hear people cheer and you'd hear people yell over here and you hear people boo over here. Cause they didn't get into the virtual queue. That's what toy story mania used to be like, but it was a mad dash. Like whoever was the fastest got there first. 100%. So, yeah, I mean, that's to me, that's a, a don't miss. Like if you if you if you get to Toy Story Land and you choose Slinky Dog Dash over Toy Story Mania, you have made a mistake, my friends. You will you will kick yourself. Agreed. hundred percent. But yeah, like, I mean, it's just a time thing for me as to why, like, um, I don't know. And it's, it's considerably longer than slinky dog's dash as well. Like that's a fun long ride and your arm is sore. Once you get out from shooting the entire time, it's just, (laughs) it's so fun. All right. And our last one, which is kind of low hanging fruit, but go ahead and share it, Brandon. Yeah. I mean, it's low hanging fruit, but again, there's not a tremendous amount of attraction selection at, uh, at Hollywood studios. So if you've never been there, you have to experience Galaxy's Edge. Now, that could mean whatever you want it to mean. And I know that kind of sounds like a cop-out. Like, <laughs> we're going to tell you things you can't miss, but you have to decide what you can't miss. The The responsibility is yours. But I say that because there's Smuggler's Run. There is Rise of the Resistance. There's a bunch of restaurants. There's a lightsaber uh, building experience. There's a droid building experience. So you're not going to be able to do all of those things. It'll be physically impossible to do all of that in one day at Hollywood Studios. So pick which one of those things means the most to you. If you're a huge Star Wars fan, Rise of the Resistance is probably going to be the number one thing that you need to try Mm -hmm. to do. They've moved away from virtual queues. You can go stand in line. That's what you will do. Uh, For half your day. But to me, (laughs) for half your day. To me, I just love to go walk around Galaxy's Edge. It's so immersive. The level of detail that they have in that land is ridiculous. And I think it's a can't miss. Like if, even if you don't ride any of the attractions in there, go hang out in there for an hour, hour and a half and just take it in. Yeah. And I will say one thing, I don't know if you heard this, but last week or a couple weeks ago, it dropped that. um, So when you go and do the, lightsaber experience you obviously leave with the lightsaber that you created and it included like this i will say this carefully sheath that like had a had a arm strap that helped you carry and definitely helped you especially if you were traveling by plane made it easier to get on and off the plane um (laughs) that is now no longer included they will give you a bag (laughs) but if you would like it that was now 
$50, something that used $50. to be included with that experience that's not going to get any cheaper and has gone up at least 30 bucks since they originally started it is now $50. I, like, I am not one to typically bash Disney, but that is absurd. For what you're paying for that, that experience, is. for something that used to be included, like, it's canvas and stitching. Like, yeah. I just, I don't, uh, anyway, that's, yeah. I'm not going to go off on a Disney rant. It's fine. But you now have to pay $50 or you have to walk on the plane looking like a doofus. Hobo. <laughs> a hobo with your, you have to like your, you have to make like a knapsack with your lightsaber Gosh, to carry man. your stuff around. Yeah. Awful. I love you, Disney. Yes. Quit nickel and diming us or, or, thank you. Or, or Hamilton and granting us. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the 10 and the 50. If you didn't know. That was that was pretty impressive. You pulled that out that quick. <laughs> Most things I can't, but I got lucky. Okay, there all right. Th- I think that wraps up our third park, and we'll bring it, it home with um, the kingdom bring it of home animals. With the kingdom, yes, yes. All right, kick us off. Yes, because this is I know is your yeah, jam. So this is my jam. Uh, Expedition Everest, one hundred percent. Again, Animal Kingdom suffers a little bit from lack of exciting attractions. So to me, this is a hundred percent can't miss. I think the most I've times I've ridden it in a row is like 15 in a row, 10 of those without ever getting off of it. Uh, if you love roller coasters, if you love smooth roller coasters that you don't really lose your stomach, um, this is the ride for you. It's just a great thrill ride. It's got great theming. Uh, and the queue usually moves pretty quick. Um, even if it seems long, it, continuously moves so you're not going to stand in line forever Uh -uh. um you know during the the covid times dave and i talked about you know they had this physical distancing and the line was all the way back to the finding nemo theater (laughs) and we still only waited for like 25 minutes so (laughs) maybe the line line moves uh and it's just a great ride so i would say if you are in animal kingdom when it reopens again after april don't miss expedition Everest. yeah and if you think they're fixing the yeti they're not sorry <laughs> Just to throw that in there <laughs> disco yeti is here forever, <laughs> forever. <laughs> um okay let's transition to uh, i would say is probably your favorite attraction at the park which is hard to believe after what we just talked about and that this is one that is typically not my jam but i'm gonna say after the last two times that i've been i must have just gone at the right time of day or got lucky but i was it was really really good and i know that the cast member sometimes can also make or break the experience and of course we're talking about the safari um unbelievably unique to any park around the world um this totally immer i mean you want to talk about immersive i mean they take you to the serengeti to the pride lands i mean it's it's unbelievable um i do enjoy the original story but i also understand that it was mortifying for children and why it went away but i do love the original message about the, the if you don't know it used to be about like basically there were some uh some elephant yeah some poachers that wanted i think the husks of elephants and so but there was a one point where it looked like that they had like destroyed a camp and it's like where are they and they're getting you know so it was a little i can get it's a little terrifying and that at one point it made it seem like you were in danger kind of and so i get the why but i loved the story around it that kind of brought the whole hey this is why it's important to have these safe places for animals and to protect animals in the wild um but i know for a fact this is 
it might be your favorite attraction. Well, and it's outside of Splash Mountain, this might be your favorite attraction in all of the parks. I, I definitely think it is right up there. It might even be a close second behind. Yeah. You know, it might be a one A and one B situation right. with Splash Mountain. I love the Safari. The thing I love about it is it's different every single yep. time, and that makes it that sets it apart from most any. Disney attraction aside from, you know, star tours. If you ride it 50 times, you're going to, you may get 50 different, uh, endings, but eventually you're going to get the same thing. Uh, the safari you could get on and you could see every animal that's on the, that they have there, or you could get on there and see no animals. And the beauty is (laughs) you could, you could get on there. You'd be like, that was the worst safari I've ever been on. You could get off the truck, get right back in line, ride a safari again and have a completely different experience. So I love it. And I love the fact that you, you used to say like, that's not my jam. I'm not doing it, but you just admitted that yeah. the last two times you went it on, was that it was great. It was so good. I, I think, I think that I'm slowly returning you to, yeah. a, I'm, I'm converting you to a, uh, a, lo- a fellow lover of the safari. That's right. Well, I did see a picture this week <laughs> on social media that I know wasn't fabricated. And that was something I've never experienced. There were two animals uh, on the safari that were practicing procreating. I have never seen yes. that before. And that was <laughs> shocking. That's a different, I've that's a difficult one to explain to the littles. Yeah. <laughs> what are they I've doing? Never, they're I've dancing. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> hugging it out. They're hugging it out for sure. Yeah, oh. I've never experienced that on the safari, but no. it'd be kind of funny to hear that what the, uh, the guides are trained to say in that case, or if they're just trained to hit the gas. <laughs> Stand on it, Billy. Oh, and then oh, let's goodness. end with, uh, again, probably low hanging fruit, but, um, there is nothing else like it in the world. Yes. I'm going to say in the world. And that is flight of passage. Um, it is a mind blowing attraction. I will never, there, there are several things that I remember that, that will stick with me forever when it comes to Disney. Um, and this one is probably at the top of the list. I remember I wrote it for the first time with my daughter and I audibly gasped and said, Oh, wow. Probably four times. The first time I wrote, I have never ever had an experience like that on a ride or attraction on or really doing anything in the world that I've ever done. Probably yeah. the closest thing that came to it. And I didn't audibly gasp was, um, at the Bellagio, there's a Cirque du Soleil show called, Oh, that is probably the most amazing thing that these two eyes have seen. Um, but this, as far as a, like a ride and attraction at a theme park is second to nothing. It is a unbelievable experience. And to cap it all off, if you go at night, the world of avatar, how it comes alive. Yeah. Mind bending, mind bending. I agree. I agree. It's one that I never, tr- I try to never miss back in the days of fast pass. There was always a trick that if you, yeah. s- if you signed out and signed back on right on the hour, you could always get yes, one. So remember we that. usually, we usually wrote it every time that we went and you know, it's just, if somebody new comes in that we're, that's visiting and we go visit them at the park, we always say, we have to go wait in line for this. Like we live here. We've been on it a hundred times. We will wait in line with you because it's just that amazing. And we want to experience it with you. Uh, we've talked about this trick. The easiest way to do it is wait till two minutes before the park closes, get in line one minute before the park closes. You have to, they have to let you ride it. And it's, it'll be your shortest wait, but it's, 
absolutely a cannot miss uh, attraction. It is amazing. And like Dave said, there is nothing in the world like it anywhere. It's phenomenal. It's good. I don't know why we never thought about this. I don't know. I've talked about this more than once on the show, but I love it. Like why, why is it worth waiting till 30 seconds before the park closes to do it? Cause no one else can get in front of you. <laughs> that's why there is no pay. Yeah. Cause that's one of the paid ones that you can do with lightning lane, right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, so nobody's going to get in front of you. Like that's the advantage. And so you're probably going to wait like your pizza 30 minutes or less <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah, it's probably um, 30, 45 minutes if you get in right at the end of the night, bro. Yeah, it's great. Obviously, it depends on the line in front of you and how long it has been. But, yeah, that's a great trick. I mean, that'll work with any attraction at any of the Disney parks, but I can't think of many that is that is worth it. Like, I guess I guess one that would be worth it is Slinky Dog's Dash, right? I guess if you got yeah. it. But I've never been in that park <laughs> that late to experience that to see if it's <laughs> worth it um i agree so yeah that's it those are our like three things that we think you can't miss we think if you're going to the park for one day or really anytime yeah. <laughs> not or anytime yeah. yeah yeah anytime you go if 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 you only can do a, a limited amount of things these are the things that we really think you should try to concentrate on just because it'll give you the best experience in each park right yeah man okay we're getting yep. close man I, i'm coming to visit you it's not an it's not a very disney vacation i mean i'm hoping that we can maybe go to epcot that thursday night that i chime in but if not i, I get it um but we're getting close we'll be within gosh we're recording this on the 26th of january so that's less than a month i'm excited that's less than a month i'm, I'm stoked i'm ready I can't wait oh and i need I'm to ready. connect with you and let you know um Gosh, it may be, uh, it may be sooner than I think I, we have a, we have a, uh, mutual friend of the podcast that's going to be in the world of Disney soon. So I need to find out when they'll be there and see if you guys can't connect. It is the fuzz. The fuzz is going to be fuzz. There. There's a lot of people coming. I think the fuzz is coming. I think Disney assembled will be here, yeah. uh, sometime relelatively soon. Mm-hmm. And then our super fan, what was her name? G- Judy L was that her yes, name? Yes. Yes. I think that was our super fan's name. She's supposed to be here sometime in January. Uh, G- if you're listening, reach out to us, let us know when you're here. And, um, now I hate certainly love not, to try. That's I don't know if that's her name. I'm going to look it up. Real I feel quick. Like it is. <laughs> so she doesn't I get mad like at it us. Is. I apologize. Don't get her mad family at is awesome. Um, gosh, I got to find my app. It is. I don't remember the name of it, Brandon Stahl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, You want to hear a funny, you want to hear a funny, um, uh, a a, a funny joke? Go for it. Oh, wait. I forgot it. I forgot (laughs) it. That is a funny joke. (laughs) Um, Let's, I know it starts with a J, so you're going to be close. I'm there. Joy, joy. Joy. Joy, forgive us for calling you Judy, but it was close. It was close. It was close. It's got to be within the next week or two that you're going to be there. Actually, I'll look it up and tell you. I'm not going to announce it on the show. We're super old. We're super old, Joy. Um, Joy will be there. I'm pretty sure it's in the month of January. It probably is like right now. It probably already happened. Um, It might be. I will let you know. All right, fam. All right. Until next week. Enjoy 
all things Disney. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Ride the three rides and attractions and visits that we all think you should do. And buy a $50 sheath. <laughs> and with that, we're out. And goodbye. Goodbye.